The following audio may contain coarse language and other material that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we may spoil anything and everything, so you have been warned. I'm Trevor Flynn, eat my hammer. I'm Peter Dancy. And I'm Jack Newman, and I have the power! He-Man reference, I don't know why. Uh, anyways, uh, welcome to the Movie Gang Podcast. This week we're going to be talking about, I know it's been a little bit of a hiatus, sorry there's been some life stuff happening, we've had some issues and production issues, but we're back baby, we're back, and we're back with Thor, Love and Thunder. We're bringing out Peter, so he can be our Marvel aficionado, which is always my favorite thing. I love it, I love it, I love that like I get to be on a podcast where I'm not literally the Marvel person. Like I go on other places and I'm like the Marvel guy, and I'm like, fuck you, like don't don't put that on me. I could put it on Peter now, exactly. I don't like it being put on me. Like, yes, I can I take it. Yeah, I know. I can ball it up and give it to Peter. <laughs> and now he can tell us about Gore the bot, the God Butcher. Anyways, no, I'm joking. All right, we're going to be talking today about Thor: Love and Thunder, starting star by uh, well, directed by Taika Waititi, starring Chris Hemsworth, uh, Christian Bale, Tessa Thompson, Jamie Alexander, Taika Waititi, Russell Crowe. I guess it is starring Taika Waititi as well, and of course Natalie Portman as the Mighty Thor. Uh, yeah, so music by Michael. Giacano, distributed by Walt Disney Studio Motion Pictures, and of course, it was released on July 8th, uh, 2022. Thor embarks on a journey unlike anything he's ever faced, a quest for inner peace. However, his retirement gets interrupted by Gore the God Butcher, a galactic killer who seeks the extinction of the gods. Which really, I have to admit, was kind of a good plight for the villain, (laughs) to be entirely honest. Like, you know, when he's like, when he's like sitting there, I was like, yeah, these guys are assholes. Like, you know, and even we established early on that Odin was an asshole. I was like, I was like, I mean, I get it. You know, he's, it's not a bad Christian Bale is looking really gross, but you know, it's at the same time, like it's still hard to, he's so gross. It's kind of hard to root for him. <laughs> like he just looks weird on screen, <laughs> uh, but let's go ahead and talk. I mean, I think it's just the CGI makeup and it's just specifically Gort, like his betrayal. Like I can't not see Batman a little bit when he's on screen. So like anyway, specifically uh, Bruce Wayne, not even Batman, just Bruce Wayne, honestly. <laughs> I was in the theater and there was this kid next to me who was literally sitting there. He was like, it's so weird to see Christian Bale in a, in a superhero movie. And I was like, what? <laughs> who was this like, child? I, no, no, it was, it was, it was like this. It was like, it was literally like, it was funny because he looked like fucking me from like the eighth grade. Right. And he was just like, oh. it's weird to see him. He usually does more highbrow art. And I was like, and he was like telling off his friend who was saying something. And I was literally sitting there. was like, Shit, don't yell at a child, Jack. Don't yell at a fucking child. Like, don't. Yeah. Try, <laughs> trying to like really, trying to like really reel it in yeah. him and be like, Actually, he was Batman in Actually, three whole films. I, I, I would, Excuse I would you. kill, I would kill for that being the uh, overheard shit coming out of uh, people's mouths in the chair next to me. I just got like old man who fucking reads the title of every preview and the previews and like, uh, talks the whole time. Uh, I, I had a dude this time who like took the straw out of his soda like sl- as slowly as possible you know so it makes that screeching rubber sound yeah his, his teeth. oh i fucking hate that i fucking hate that oh, that's, that's annoying that's 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 like going to hell like that's as and, a, then, he, and like, then he picked his teeth with it and then he put it back in it, it oh was quieter God. the last time but i was like why total, total why? sociopath right like yeah exactly I don't know no. if it's 
I don't know if it's where I moved or if people have just forgotten how to act at movies or both. 100% I, I he know. rapes and murders children, like undeniably, you know? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, yeah. sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Like, I. <laughs> monster. No, but seriously. Total monster. Like, it's one of those yeah. things. It's like Shepard Book. He's like, you are going to the hell, the special hell, special hell. For, child, mm-hmm. for child molesters and people who talk in cinema. You're, you're, you're going to the shadow dimension, and Gore is taking you personally in his cage. Yeah. <laughs> With the rest of the children. Jesus Christ, that was weird. Oh, I, 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 God, I have yeah. I, 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 I am I am very conflicted about this movie because like on some extent like Taika Waititi is um, first off I do want to say like failure or not I still strongly like pref- like I strongly prefer this to the two previous before the Ragnarok Thor movies unquestioningly I like I want to I want to get that off the table like I know that we like like there's a lot of questions about whether or not this is a good movie I still think Taika Waititi's direction and everything else that's happening is just better than Thor has ever been and like this is just like the funny and that's the thing too it's, it was nice to go to a movie and laugh and then they try to I feel like it I feel like it lost a little bit of steam for me at times but at the same time I really want to know what you guys think so let's go ahead and start uh, I, I I think before we throw to the Marvel guy because I really well actually I want to get into you with Peter because I want to talk about Mighty Thor, and I want to talk about her appearance and uh, spoilers. Is, is that enough time for spoilers? Get out of here because there's spoilers. Let's go watch the damn spoilers. thing before you risk it in. Yeah, it's funny to these. Like theoretically, we can only review the cast. I guess there's, not, there's people that listen to movie reviews without watching the movie, which is kind of horrible. But anyway, spoilers. Mighty Thor dies at the end of the movie, and uh, yeah, sort of. She goes she to Valhalla, which is real. Yeah. Yeah, she's so, she's dead. She's dead for the purposes yeah. of this. She's yeah. dead. I mean, yeah, yeah. like like uh, at least as far as like Taika Waititi was in an interview was confirming like basically she's mm-hmm. dead. You know, like and and I don't think they're gonna bring her back, which is kind of weird. And also like I, I I'm not shocked that they didn't. Um, I'm not shocked Natalie Portman wasn't uh, gonna get on board for a bunch of movies because I thought she would be yeah. kind of Marvel's phased for Thor, which is like where they build a new team with new faces, which I we all thought that was gonna happen. And I think that like this was interesting because we can't we all kind of expected that and then it did. And I and I, I have to admit I do enjoy the fact that they actually leaned into the can sorry, I'm actually gonna let you go. Trevor, tell me what you thought of the movie before I fucking go off. I uh, I know I said earlier it seems like critics love it or hate it, but I think I just didn't love it didn't like it but i still you know there's still enough in there that i laughed at that i kind of had a decent time it is like a big step down for ragnarok for me and uh, especially looking at taika watiti juggling kind of like his comedic style with everything that the movie's trying to do um i loved seeing natalie portman come back but i feel like she has less chemistry with chris hemsworth in this movie um, not to put the onus on the actors, but the script than he has with his hammer. Is <laughs> there's more yeah. emotional yeah. energy on screen between him and that floating hammer there's, and axe that, than there is. Stormbreaker is upset. There's so much bloody like on screen chemists. Like literally, like I love how Chris Hemsworth was just like I can't have. He's like he's like having like PTSD flashbacks to the previous two four movies with an Ali Portman. So he's like I can't. I love this hammer, and he like he just every time he like he emotes at the hammer. I'm like oh my god, he is fucking. He is just fuck. He is just going so hard, right? Like so hard well, at it. I do think they Don't had worry, chemistry. I'm not going through a midlife crisis. Yeah. I I don't know that they do. I I I it 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 feels awkward to me is what I would say. But before mm-hmm. we get into that, I I think we got Trevor's thoughts. Peter. What what do you think? 
Uh, I, I generally, I did bit. What are words? I can't talk. Uh, I generally enjoyed enjoyed this movie. I, I liked it. Um, I, I we'll, we'll obviously get into it. And like, I, I agree. I agree that there were like some parts where it's like, okay, maybe the jokes didn't land. Maybe there were like a like a few too many. But generally, I had I had fun and and kind of like like you said, I, I liked that I was able to go to a movie and 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 laugh uh, and laugh a bit and, and and just have fun on a Sunday afternoon watching watching a big uh, blockbuster movie. Yeah, so like I, just general first impression thoughts. My first thought about this movie was like, I really do think that this is a. I, I think this movie, first off, I need to look up the box office mojo before we continue on because I need to tell you guys whether or not this has been like technically successful or not. I'm very curious. It's uh, made money. It's made bank. It, it, it's, it has. I mean, 303 million worldwide, 144 domestic, and it's done pretty well. It's not. 303 million worldwide. I guess it's only been like one weekend, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's just been like three and a half, technically. Like that's technically pretty three good. And a half, that's, technically four that, days. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, I need I need a like a really good comparison domestic all time rankings. Um, uh, related stories. Love and Thunder scores the biggest Thor opening yet with 140. Uh, yeah, I guess it beat Ragnarok. I guess with the opening. Love and Thunder scores biggest Thor opening yet with 143 million. Minions Rise of Gru surpasses 200 million. Jesus fucking Christ. Top Gun is at 600 million. So I guess it's not... It has stiff competitions because apparently like Minions just like can't die and I don't... I, like, I, will never, I will never understand what the fuck is even happening with those movies, right? Like I just don't understand. <laughs> Minions for the kids and Top Gun Maverick for Gen X. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, my dad's gonna go see that like eight times. That's like, that's like I hate to say it. Gen X is like an untapped. Like, well, no, fuck that. It's like a totally tapped market. Who's fucking calling Gen? Who's fucking call? Yeah, I was about to say I've been to Comic Con. Gen X is tapped. You know, like (laughs) I haven't haven't been to Comic Con, but I assume if I went, I would see there that Gen X has completely and totally been tapped. I've been to Con. Same thing. Just, just, just bring up Star Wars and how and how you think either either the prequel series or the 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 prequel trilogy or the sequel trilogy is better than better than the original trilogy, and you will have a bunch of old men just pop up and just scream at you. Yeah, they're out there. I, yeah, it is. It's 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 kind of crazy. Oh my god! If you like bring up Indiana Jones, that's the one where I like. That's the one where Ooh. I get like really are screwed. Are they making another one? I don't want to know if they are. <laughs> mm-hmm. I never I, saw I just, Crystal I, Skull. I can't. I, I, can't I can't. Wait, you haven't seen Crystal Skull? Lucky I you. Never, I never saw Crystal Skull. I don't. I don't plan to. Like, it, I it came to theaters. It passed me by. I never like made a point to go see it. And now I feel like it's been too long. I'm like, I have other stuff think... I need to catch up on and watch. I still think that's like one of the only modern good like South Park jokes is when they're like you're raping him <laughs> like that was actually that's still like I, it makes you laugh right like I mean you can disagree with like you could not like Matt Tr- like, them anymore and I understand that there's like some reasons to but at the same time like you gotta yeah. admit that they're they're raping him is like some of the funniest shit right like <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> I, I okay let's go ahead and dig down into some of this movie uh, so we have a new cast of characters we're we're, we're on Thor who's on a spiritual journey who's going to get hot again because he's got to sell toys and well i don't actually know that they sell toys i mean he's he's, he's thirsty they had fat thor toys and i would have bought one if they didn't like make the cheese whiz joke in the movie i i might have actually bought a fat 
Dwarf Troy if it was in like good faith. <laughs> I, might I know. It, it, I, I, I don't know. I, I will say that they do a good job of like tying like Thor is very a, a very mental, emotional superhero, and I do like that he is like depression, and I do like the message, at least the message in uh, and it wasn't good because they do make lots of jokes at his expense, but they do they do the message of that movie is that like depression does not make you less of a superhero, which is cool. I thought that was cool. Even though he, like, kicked Thanos' ass the first time and then got fat and all of a sudden can't kick Thanos' ass. So, you know, it is what it is. Sorry. That always bugs me. Yeah, yeah. I still think that's a really cool fight. I, I like, him double hammering up is still, like, the coolest goddamn thing. Oh, yeah. When, oh, yeah. yeah. It's pretty lit. Anyways. Yeah. Up. There's also some pretty cool fights in this movie, too. I do think that this is a pretty good action movie. And I think that... I think that... I don't know. I think that it's a pretty good joke. Let's go. All right. Let's go ahead and go down through the sequence of events and talk about this thing. Sorry, we haven't done a podcast in forever, so apparently I've forgotten how to fucking run one. Uh, how do we do anyway, podcasts? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, so anyways, let's talk about a couple of the new returning characters. So we all we obviously get into like kind of new Asgard. Thor's on an adventure with the Guardians of the Galaxies. What do we think about the Guardians of the Galaxies appearance in this movie? That's one of the things I wanted to ask you guys specifically, since he's taken a load of shit and there's been a lot of asks to replace him, Chris Pratt. There's been I a think... lot of calls to replace Chris Pratt as Star Lord. I didn't realize him. there were calls to replace him. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's been happening. Huh. Must have missed all that. Um Not that bad. I mean I there think... was definitely there was definitely more. It started around Jurassic Park, which I feel like is definitely uh... a series that really could have I don't know. I, well specifically they just would rewrite characters, right? Fair. Um, no, I, I, I was I was fine with it with the guardians being in this movie. Like it, it, it they, they they weren't in it too long. They didn't like overstay their welcome. It, it was just like that that first whole oh, yeah. scene sequence, and and it made it made sense that it's like oh they're here for just this because obviously Thor 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 was with them for like um like that that that's who he ended up with in Infinity War. So it makes sense that he would be like okay I have a connection with these guys. I'm just trying to like go and find myself and figure shit out after all of this Thanos mess. So it makes so it makes sense that they were there for like just that one part and then they just skedaddle to do their own thing, which will very likely, I'm guessing, lead in, lead almost directly into uh Guardians three. Yeah. Uh the so I was okay they, with it. Sure yeah, they really wanted him to be replaced by Patrick Wilson, who is the the you know the bad guy from Aquaman and I God, oh man, I feel like that'd be pretty cool actually. <laughs> Have you guys? Uh, you oh know, Pat- yeah, this guy. This guy. Okay, yeah, sorry, yeah. I have to look him up. Yeah, I mean, he's. I don't know. I. I. I really like the Patrick idea Wilson. that you're gonna replace an actor that hasn't like, you know, committed any social sin. Oh, are you joking? Because... Are you joking? Well, I know. I've heard that he's like got some opinions he's putting out there, but he's no. has he like assaulted anyone or something? It, no, 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 nothing. Just nothing behind the times. No, nothing like that. The the biggest issue that happened was the issue when he uh, his new wife so anna ferris and him were married and they had a like a developmentally disabled child and uh and then he had a new child with his new wife and Mm -hmm. went on in a facebook post about how he was so blessed to have a wife that could bear him like a proper son or something like really not really i I remember that really (laughs) charged language i mean that's 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 what people are going the wording was charged and weird and he he basically needed to like run that by someone before he posted it but i'm guessing he did not that's 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 you know that's exactly it and i think that's 
I mean, I hate to say it. I'm sure his publicist is as religious as he is. I don't doubt that. So you know, they're probably. Oof, I didn't think about it from that point of view. Yeah, that's. Uh, that's that was yeah, that was awful. that's been the big that's been the big that's been the big nail in the coffin that's happened recently. That people are like, oh, is your other son not count with Anna Ferris? And it's like this whole thing. And he's backtracking it, but like I like, go back and read the post, man. If you read it, you're like sitting there I reading, did. and I'm yeah, like, I it's it's like one. it's like really hard not to like. Sorry, I don't want to get into like a fucking Chris Pratt bashing thing because I said enough of the internet's done that like it's not, even if he deserves to be replaced like i don't want to do it but anyways the point is like it, it was one of the discussions and i think like i feel still like he is like kind of iconic as star lord at the same time like, ironically like his yeah. particular flavor and douchiness like works really well in that role and i just i, I, I hate to say it but like i, you know, I mean we've got roles... one more movie with him right it's gonna be guardians <laughs> volume three and then james gunn is done so i mean they could pretty much you know I mean, yeah, I, I suppose, I suppose. And James Gunn is standing behind him, and James Gunn is somebody that I imagine, you know, since his cancellation is, like, going to be like, no, fuck you, go away. <laughs> like, and you plus, know. they're like, what, like, aren't, aren't they filming Guardians 3? So it's, like, mm, kind of late to replace them anyway, so. Mm, well, never, never say never anymore, man. I mean, like, all I, the money like, in the world, you know man. Right. Like, all the money in right. the world, man. Like, they, yeah. they, they will do it. I mean, it's Marvel, too. Like, we just CG'd in suits for Avengers, guys. Like, there's no I still anymore. just don't see <laughs> you doing that oh God, unless right. they've, like, committed a crime. You know, Luke, Sky- like, Luke, Luke Skywalker but, is a major character in a Luke, like fucking at like Mark Hamill. Luke Skywalker is a major character in a fucking television show. Like there's there is no limit to digital yeah. anymore. It just is what it is. It's true. You're right. I don't know. I, I I think overall, I I thought it was. I think it was a good performance. I think the Guardians' general annoyance with Thor just works. I'm like so. I I feel like I I don't know. Like I feel like Chris Hemsworth just having other superheroes annoyed with him in the background while he's like strutting just like works so well. And I feel like it's a pretty yeah. good formula. And I think the combination yeah, well, of that. Go ahead. Hey, sorry. No, I was I was just, I was just gonna add when, when you when you have the quote unquote from the first Guardian movies group a group of a holes who are like who are annoyed who are are annoying to other people within like some like on some planet in marvel and in, in the mcu being annoyed with this guy is kind of a funny turn like yeah. there's like we're annoying but we find you obnoxious that's exactly right right like it's i a- do think it's a good funny use of them but to me it's a little disappointing not that i think there's a fix for this part of it, it's just quarantine and covid and the and well actually i think it's that they canceled james gunn and fire that they fired james gunn i think that's exactly right the, the movies are out of order but i was looking forward to see him pal around with the guardians a little bit longer at the end of endgame i was like oh we'll see this side of thor with these guys and we'll like tease that out and that'll be interesting and and uh, Which was, we gotta move on now and yeah. just immediately and I, I think that's a little disappointing but there's not really a way around that so yeah. that's yeah. fair and and i think it i don't know i i enjoy it. i enjoy bringing back korg uh i think one of the things that does bother me on the whole about this movie is that i i still feel like natalie portman just does not have chemistry with this group and and I just I guess I just struggle with like her jokes fitting into this new Ragnarok world, and I think that I I just find that it's I don't know I just like her and Hemsworth just have never had chemistry. I just don't I just don't buy it. And I was like really exp- I was really expecting because like Natalie Portman can act with the best of them. There's no fucking question, guys, that Natalie Portman's a good actress. 
oh by the way it was hilarious the taika watiti was like asking natalie portman he's like have you ever been in a star wars movie you should like come and be in my new star wars project which is amazing right like that's fucking amazing she's like yes taika i've I've been in a star wars movie (laughs) you may have seen me the level (laughs) the level of unintentional disrespect of forgetting that she was in three huge movies in the 2000s (laughs) And it's it is still one of the most iconic dolls ever made. Like ever yeah. made. One of the most iconic like literally like like dude, if you go through a Star Wars trailer of like the entire series, Queen Amidala pops up because that's like that's like that's just that's just an extreme like whether or not you like the fucking like prequel movies, you you can't deny that like Queen Amidala's get up is iconic AF. You I'm know, looks. She yeah, kind of yeah. looks in, the, in, the, in, the, in, in that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you can hate pod racing all you want, but that that's a that's a that's a that's a that's a iconoclastic moment that he just fucking forgot about, which is hilarious. Yeah, it's kind of it's sad. It's, it's kind of sad. It's kind of sad. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. <laughs> I I don't know. I I think overall, but like I I I just I just feel like I just feel like she's like I I guess she's just like she's like shell-shocked from the previous thor movies or has ptsd like she just doesn't want to be in a thor movie i don't, I don't know did did anyone what else did anyone like that feel like I, she was I, I feel that she's out of place but i think it's because there's not much for her to do honestly that's I, fair i don't that's i fair. don't think this script serves her very well especially after the long-awaited return <laughs> you know tyke the pageantry of taika handing her the hammer at comic-con all of all of that you know i i think for her and and i know it's a comic story that she has cancer and it's tied in with the hammer somehow yeah but uh, it's really and this is what but this is my problem i actually of sorry i'm sorry actually i mean this is my defense the the good comic crossover stories in my mind are mighty thor and miles morales that have changed up and like really done that it's like as we changed up these super iconic superheroes into new roles and races and sexes like those are the two that that work beyond question in my mind mighty thor is amazing and that's my problem is because the mighty thor comics is just a different flavor from this right yeah yeah. i i I think for me while while i still i I still generally enjoyed natalie portman as like okay she's thor now i think for me part of why it didn't fully work is because they revealed who she was so quickly like it's off screen it's kind of kind of you know like she has her transformation off screen and then thor seeing her is is the you know which is kind of making it more his story than hers a little bit but i mean it's his movie it is a hundred percent his story and it's like kind of a problem with me like i was like weren't we gonna move on from hemsworth or what was happening yeah i mean because like i mean i am in in, ter- in, ter- in terms of the mighty thor the, the, the mighty the mighty thor uh line like um like th- like that run and and actually funny funny enough both this but both the mighty thor and the uh and, and the thor run that introduced gore the god but god butcher i think they're both by jason aaron's actually so 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 yep. it's, so it's kind of cool Ooh, to me good, that like good shot bro by the way so Jesus. it's kind of cool to me that like like hey boom boom same writer that you're pulling from um i i'm i'm, gl- I'm glad i'm glad that that for story wise story wise for the movie she at least had one person who one person in like that circle like between the four of them who kn- who knew oh yeah i have cancer this is kind of why i'm here it's kind of why this is a thing i'm glad that valkyrie knew but but 
part, but at least part of what made the Mighty Thor run so interesting is because it is, is because even the audience, like like the reader, for a bit, for for for, for like a certain like a certain a certain number of issues, wasn't even sure of oh who is this woman, and then after we the reader find out, it's still everyone else who does not know who this lady thor is but instead for the movie i get that it's like oh we want to have these interactions between thor and jane and, ha and have them like work out and ha have, have them work out like what like why they ended and why did that why, why did that stop but it's like there could have at least been some intrigue brought into it where it's like okay i we don't know who this lady thor is but there's something familiar about her. I feel like I met her before, even though I clearly haven't, haven't, quote unquote, and have, I, 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 I don't, I don't know, I, I don't know. Maybe have the story kind of changed into Thor feels that because he, he, he is comfortable with this new version of Thor, who has his broken hammer, he he at least feels comfortable enough to share to share and be vulnerable about himself. And we get to see Jane like turn aside and be like, wow, okay, at least I'm getting like how he reacted to all of that. But instead it's like, nope, we immediately know who Jane is. We immediately know it's her. And while I enjoyed the film, I I, I missed that, I, 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 I missed that um, kind of, um, what, what what's it's, what is it? Dramatic irony, where where, where it's like, where it's like we, the audience, knows what's going on, but the characters within the story ha have no clue. I I, I missed that. Which is actually that, that kind, kind of, of layer. really masterfully done in Mighty Thor. Like it's sort of like yes. building up to that, and it's like it's like and it's like and I and they kind of take a step back and do like a really fun thing where they're like the world reacting to female Thor inside the context of the comic, and it it, it mm -hmm. works. Ugh beautiful because they literally like, i mean like it's it did it did exactly what what the female ghostbusters did a little bit inside the movie which which i feel like works yeah. a little bit better in the context of a comic because it's like everybody being like who the fuck is this lady thor you like right like it's the same sort of thing they did with miles morales they like have you know when he's first being spider-man they're like that's a different spider-man or like no one knows like is it just a full, new yeah. outfit like what's going on yeah, exactly and, 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 it, and it works it works because it's it's just it just really works in that context and i guess like i guess like i just i really want i don't know man i just really wanted a like kind of a full-on like let's do mighty thor's full cancer story let's let's just do it right and this what is, is just... the full cancer story i i ask at the risk of derailing us because i it well, did make me curious yeah. like the, the, how the issue work, they, they kind of tie it in here and the issues in the comic the comic the hammer when you lift the hammer it purges uh all poison from your body and right. chemo is technically considered poison by the hammer which is right. i don't I, was that kind of explained in this movie i kind of missed it well, i went to the bathroom it's very <laughs> easy to miss because thor just kind of decides off screen that oh it's the hammer that's killing you and i'm like oh okay thor you figured that out really quick and that's just yeah. what it is and it's kind of yeah, weird to accept his knowledge man. on the subject when he's been an idiot for the rest of the movie or acts like one you know what i mean which like, i also don't love that he i mean i love him being a himbo he should be a himbo i i don't it's, uh, no, 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 that. Yeah. But yeah. he is—he is kind of Thor one back to being such an incompetent disaster. <laughs> that it, it's like, 
justifying the villain to an almost uh, unhealthy degree i think a little bit for the sake I, of the laughs yeah, you know yeah like, I, I, I feel like there was i feel like there was this actual design thing where they're like can we make christian bill grosser because he has to be less likable <laughs> like that's it was actually like i feel like there was decisions that were made like like give him like black lips or something with like juice you know make it juicy in there you know christian chew on this tobacco like here you go yeah you really spit you know get some black stuff in there i don't, I don't know like, on this tobacco <laughs> and the scenery you can do both Christian. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I could hire Christian Bale, he's going to fucking, he's going to chew that scenery and the lighting crew. You know? <laughs> Sorry. It's, it was a low blow. <laughs> Speaking of lighting and, 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 and his character, Gore, I did like how, as the movie went on, whenever he would, like, appear from the shadows, before you got a full view of his face, it looked like a skull and just creepy. Oh, yeah. And really then he well would done. fully step into the light. And it's like, it's me. And I'm like, okay. I'm not freaked out, but that's if I was a kid, if I was one of those like Asgardian kids in this cage, I'd be freaked the fuck out. I loved when to, like he have this guy just out appear those... out of nowhere. I-, I love when he scared the fuck out of those children. That was so good. <laughs> Dude, I, 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 also, I also have to. There's a lot of like I, this is a well shot movie too to be talking about. Like Taka Waititi continues to actually be a very fair. Sorry, like, actually, I mean he's a good director, guys. Like he he does that things yeah, and he does yeah, he's yeah. A really he, he he you know what I feel like he has a really good eye for and this is i think this is just a really good place for him to be in terms of marvel he has a really good eye for when to add a very tiny practical effect and i love how the fucking like the heads of the creatures on the bikes when in the first scene are practical and when they're screaming at him ah! like it just works yeah. because you see it's like a kind of a fake looking bird head and it's not digital and that's like the like everything around the head is digital but like the bird head itself is absolutely practical to get that little bit of texture and i feel like that's just a masterful pick of like where to add just a little bit of actual reality just to sell the rest of the fucking cg and it's just like yeah, to like really Chris, to like really yeah. center it yeah and i'm sure it's chris hemsworth standing on a stage screaming into a, like a like a camera but it it just it you know it works in the context of adding on i'm sure they had those fucking like crow heads like around him and they he's just screaming at them and it just works you know i, I, I don't know I, I i i really do think that taika watiti has great direction and great and and i, I feel like being a Marvel movie director is becoming its own fucking thing in terms of like how much digital is on with these movies now. So I feel like it's just a different skill set. And James Gunn and Taika Waititi are just both very good at that. And I think that's one of the things where I'm just interested in their properties. I think I I think he just loses me in the middle of this movie. I think I think that's like one of the things. I think he is unquestionably a talented director. And that's a really good point with that. That's not the kind of thing I would have uh, picked up on. So I'm I'm glad you gave that example. I think... um, because I, I mean, I know he's a good director, but I don't, I can't he's, tell you why. But yeah. I think he's a better director, maybe than he is a writer. Maybe I like him better as a director than he that's is as a writer. A really, that is a really good way to dice um, this movie. That's a really good because way to dice this. I, I, and and I, I, I bring this up because my brother drew my attention to it because uh, he hated this movie. <laughs> um, but I won't oh, go did too Kyle much into that. Not like it. Look I, at my I won't, face. I won't go too much into that because uh, Kyle really likes the first two Thor movies, but. Uh, what he did bring wait, up wait, was okay, that... Okay, okay, okay. No, 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 let's not, let's not. I didn't say anything. I was like, let me, get, let me let Jack get not. this. <laughs> okay, um, just continue. I'm not letting that go. Because I'll, I'll lose the point. You don't have to let it go. I, I, no one should let that go. But um, I, I, he, he did make the point that, you know, everybody kind of gives Taika Waititi the credit for making Thor funny in Ragnarok, which I think he deserves some of, but he did not write Ragnarok the way he wrote 
this movie. And I think for me, that is the biggest difference between the two of them. And I, I think, uh, you know, it's good that you're we're comparing him to James Gunn. And I think Sam Raimi is another point of comparison too, because these are the kind of successful auteurs I, in the Marvel I Cinematic make a, Universe. I want to make a right? point. Both those directors are, are are way better. Like, no offense. Like, as directors, I, I, okay. Like as yeah. direct. Like, I, I mean, I I think he's like he's in that echelon above other Marvel directors. But like, I don't know. And and well, again, not to put like, them all as, in a box all together. But as a point of comparison for me, enjoying this film less and also enjoying Multiverse of Madness less, I think it's hundred percent. Like, a kind of same thing where the this auteur director is having more ownership of this movie and the story that they're telling and in a way that's it's better than what better, I want, but in yeah. another way the that there's you know, with multiverse it was more of an issue of not integrating with the MCU. I think that's maybe here in this movie a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I watch the Legends things before I go to these movies, um, mm-hmm. partly for Megan oh, yeah, to same. catch her up on stuff, because she doesn't always remember from the last movie as well. And I, I just almost kind of enjoy getting that little prepper. And, you know, it doesn't really matter that Jane was infected with the reality thing or whatever. I thought that <laughs> might be where they take the, the cancer direction. I thought that too, but actually, yeah. Has, you know, has nothing. When they say, oh, there's something interfering with, you know, it's like, oh, maybe it's that. No, it doesn't really matter. That was, that was That doesn't really matter in this movie. This movie doesn't have that connection to those earlier movies, which everybody wants to forget about, which I respect, you know. But uh, I, I think oh, that's a similar issue here. I, 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 I don't think uh, that fixes the movie. I don't think that fixes the movie, but I think, okay, where did you start getting lost at? Because you keep mentioning Thor Ragnarok does not have a writer's credit from Taika Waititi. Does not, right. Yeah. Yeah. There are three writers for Thor Ragnarok are Eric Pearson, Craig Kyle, and Christopher L. Yost. This one is written by Taika Waititi, Jennifer. Yeah. And. There's yeah, Jen- Jennifer Caton. Yeah, who's Jennifer Caton Robbins? Oh, she's actually she's great. Actually, she did someone great. Sweet Vicious, Do Revenge. Uh, well, no, there's not. I I don't I haven't seen a lot of her content, and that's because I'm sexist. No, I'm just joking. But but I mean, she's but, not a big established movie writer. No, she's not. She's she's got as a writer, she's got she's got five credits. That's that's you know that's that's what it is. No, she's a director. She's did Do Revenge, which is which hasn't come out yet, so I don't know anything about it. She did a television episode and Someone Great, which is 2019. I have no idea what this is. Yeah, no, I I'm sorry, I don't. I I'm pretending I know who this is, and I have no idea. To be entirely honest with you, uh, apparently, apparently she apparently she did consult. She was like a consulting producer for Hawkeye, the show. Looks like. It's a little rough. So, so, so she, so, so now, so I guess with now with this movie, she has like two, like involvement with two, yeah. two, uh, MCU properties. No, it's good. And I, and I, 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 we never reviewed Hawkeye, but I would be curious about what you thought about that, guys. I actually quite like that show. Yeah, I just realized I have no idea what you thought of Hawkeye. I, I, I like the parts without Jeremy Renner. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm joking. I, 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 I don't know. He like I, I Kate Bishop was excellent, like because she is and everything to do with great. her. Yeah, and 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 I think they did a lot of fun stuff. But like Jeremy Renner going to like a park to do Ren Fair was just sort of like oh my you God. know. I forgot. Yeah, like that was that was like that was like him doing LARPing in the park and like them trying to like play it seriously and like the dude being like, "Just let me kill you once, brah And I was like, "Okay, like." <laughs> Jeremy, you just need like you're a, you're a you're a world class assassin. You just need to break this dude's arm. Like let's let's get some heat back into this character. Okay, let's do it. Like, at the very I, least I, in that scene, at the very least in that scene, Clint was as annoyed as annoyed as as you just expressed about to having to do it. He's just like, I'm just trying to get back yeah. the suit. 
Please just hand back the suit. I guess I've always been more of a fan of, like, and I know this is, like, the one of the few characters, but, like, the ultimate Hawkeye, where he just, like, murders people with plates, right? Like, he just, like, breaks a plate, takes that. sharp objects, and throws them and kills, like, 30 people. And that's, like, he's just, like, oh, and, he, like, the thing, he's, like, he gets traps, rips off his own fingernails, and throws his fingernails into people's throats, killing them. Like, it's, like... I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought his name was really... Hawkeye, not Bullseye. I know. I guess, I guess it's just, like, where we're, like, we're, like, I, I guess, like, you know, this is my thing, where, like, this is where... Where I am having a problem with like phase three Marvel because sorry, this is what phase three. Four, four, four. Oh, fuck me. Alright, two things that I'm having yeah. an issue with. First off, I have expectations from the comics built up and I and I have a lot of opinions now. And I think this is one of the moments where I like Mighty Thor is is, is like one as a comic that I really loved. It was like one of the it was a turning point for me coming to adult comics where I was like, oh my god, they're actually doing this, they're actually doing this, and they're actually doing the cancer story really, really well and introducing a female character in a really, really compelling, interesting way. And I just, I just, I just feel like the meat of the previous Thor movies is on top of this excellent story, and it can't, it doesn't have room to breathe or come out. And it's, that's just, I'm just so fucking immediately disappointed by that. Like, and I think that's cute stuff with the kids. I think it's good. I think like giving Thor a daughter, it's just like Chris Hemsworth just automatically has like a like a like a like a chemistry with children that I think is very much apparent. Well, it's his like, daughter, apparently. I know. It, it, I know. It's his daughter. I know. Yeah. yeah. I know. Which helps even more. And, and it, yeah, exactly. Them leaping through the air with Stormbreaker is just, it's a great moment. I'm uh-huh. not, I'm not gonna fucking deny it, right? Like, it's, it, it is great. It was like, and I don't know, like, it was, I, I, it all works and I like it. I just, at the same fucking time, like, I'm just sitting there watching Natalie Portman die going, like, guys, this was the goal right here. Like, you, ha, why, why are we doing I, I will, this? I, I will, I will say for that, I have a, theory about about her dying and going to valhalla and it's connect it's connected specifically to the to, to the mighty thor run and like and then what what followed that so quick recap at, at, at the at the end at the end of jane foster being mighty thor it it, 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 it culminates in this uh in, in this massive marvel event called war of the worlds where the where the villain malekith from in from in the mcu uh thor 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 the dark world he's trying to like take over all nine realms and like the last realm that he's that he's that he's that he and all his forces are converging at is midgar earth uh jane dies and at that point that's when odin that's that's when odin who for the entire run has been pretty pissed at her because the thor that everyone's seeing is not his son and and he like has it kind of out for her even though he's like she's fighting but then when he realizes oh shit it's jane he get he essentially like revives her back to life and she and she becomes and she becomes the new valkyrie because because the full because all of the all, all of valkyries were killed in 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 the in this big right. event and they are now in right. valhalla so right. my kind of like tentative theory is that like oh if they want to at all have that be a thing that comes back at some point in the mcu and if natalie portman is open to still once again returning to the to the movies she's in valhalla but she could still come back if she so chooses because her spirit is like strong enough and she feels that and she feels the need to help and fight like it still sucks that she died and that she's there but it's like she all i also would imagine that natal that that portman wasn't exactly too keen on continuing her story as jane foster in the mcu but if they want to and she's open to it then they they could 
make make up some loophole for her to do so. That's my theory. Here, That's my thought. Here's what upsets about me about that is like I really was kind of ready for Thor to hang up the cloak and to get like a Jane Foster and like that's I guess this is yeah. where like this is where I'm gonna sit here and say this like we've teased Kang effectively as the new threat for phase five but like I'm ready for them to get there and create a situation for us to have serious adventures again or at least a leading thing and I think that's one thing that we always think about is like I think that the leading elements of Marvel actually hand waves and kind of covers up a lot of like the internal issues that the Marvel universe has and I think that this is one of those moments where I'm just sitting here as like oh so we're we're not getting we're not getting mighty thor well shit that's kind of weird you know is that it like is there gonna be is his daughter gonna be mighty thor like what's 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 the plan here guys and i guess i i i guess overall i'm just it was one of those things where i expected great things and i had too high of expectations and also just like too much of a love of this particular comic book character and and i just i just didn't think natalie portman had a lot of chemistry with the on-screen cast and i just think it was used i i i I, it's one of those things where it's like this is the this like usually i see a marvel movie and i'm like oh man you guys have breathed life into this 2d dimensional character and brought it to life and i just like this was like one of those moments where i'm like oh this is just wasted this is wasted like this is He's a great character, and we could have done the full story. And like, I didn't need to have Chris Hemsworth. Chris, and, and I guess that's the thing. I wanted to have another movie with Chris Hemsworth making a shitload of jokes, and I got that. I just didn't need it to be over the top of the of the amazing Mighty Thor cancer story, right? Like, just, it didn't need. To be it it the doesn't same really movie. feel like as good as Taika Waititi is in Ragnarok. I think of juggling tone. It doesn't really feel like there's room for all the tones in, in these stories to be in the same movie. Uh, to me. Yeah. Tone is the issue, and 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 that's the other thing too. Gore is just so dark for the con. Every time Fuck, Gore that shows- prologue makes you think that oh, am I in the wrong theater? I thought this was going to be a fun movie. <laughs> like yeah. it's like, like that's the prologue is the serious screen of color. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He just loses it, and it's just like it's so fucking dark, guys. Like it's just it's just out of the control tone, and even like the god who's like I don't care. Like sorry, I don't know what how his accent goes, but like he's like I. Ah, like it's just like it's so it's done for funny like right like it's just it's done for funnies and i'm like that's just dude's just that's like we that scene we he just her dot his child just died in the (laughs) desert like i can't this is not i can't i can't go from here to here like iceland like i was like it just and that's just the tone of the movie the two movie is just like they yeah. don't try to balance the tone it just goes in between because they just and i and this thing is i guess like did we really need to do mighty thor or could we have waited and like had a different version of jane foster or something else and just do a different version of this i i guess well, like, I will, go ahead i will at least say that 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 moment like that i guess scene really did kind of match the like like the jason aaron run where, where gore was where gore was introduced and it's like oh, yeah. the god like all of the gods and like when like, they and when when they went when thor because when thor because it was just thor not 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 even um rock dude i forget his name korg him hmm? ah yeah yeah, like, like, like it was like just Thor. He went to Omnipotent City. He he was kind of he was legitimately met with like other gods there, not really caring that that uh, that that like there was someone going around killing them. They were like, yeah, no, they didn't kill us. They're just lesser gods. Why should we even bother? So I, I at least that part. Maybe it, it shouldn't have been played as as it should have been pay, played for as much comedy as it was but i at least i'm at least glad that like they kind of matched that of like yeah okay 
cool, what about it? How does that affect us here in Omnipotent City where he cannot reach us? Right. Which, you know, in fairness to Zeus, like, oh, by the way, we got to talk a little bit about Russell Crowe. Like, that's, I just, we got to, like, at least mention it. Like, I, 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 <laughs> when that accent came out of his mouth. I was like, oh, what are we doing? <laughs> All right, uh, I, I, st- I, I didn't know that's I, what a Greek accent was sounded like. I didn't even process it that way at first. I was just like, oh, I mean, I'm sure it's not that inaccurate. I was just like, oh, oh, okay. All right. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, I don't know. I, it's it didn't fun. play quite for yeah. me. I, I know it, a lot of people play, love it, but I, for yeah, whatever I'm reason, sorry. I didn't. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Every moment he's on screen, I'm like, and I take off your disguise, and I'm like, it's <laughs> like it, it's fucking funny. And I saw it in yeah. the trailer, and it's it's one of. The, I'm sorry, Trevor. Like it impacted in the theater too, and I was like not expecting. I literally thought, oh, you guys overplayed Zeus in the trailer. That's literally what I thought when I saw the trailer. Mm-hmm. I was like, this mm-hmm. is funny, but this is gonna be overplayed in the theater. And I got there, and I was like, still funny. Him like so him, yeah, still telling him like take holding his skirt up to come down the stairs. Like it's a very <laughs> it's a very just physical comedy bit, and it's just mm-hmm. I think this is like what Taika really. I mean that's that, sorry that's like what he excels at, right? Like that's mm-hmm. that's yeah. sort of like it's, that's it's that's, that's, that's that's his bread and butter, and that's like when the movie's at its best. I'm I'm sorry. It, like, I, <laughs> I, I also think it kind of grinds the movie to a halt that they go there and do that and have that, <laughs> and it has literally that. no implication for the rest of the movie. Not, right? not really. No, I mean we we justify it with we need his thunderbolt for some reason. It is just kind of like oh yeah. Zeus's Thunderbolt. We really need that. Not really a reason is given as to why we need it, to be entirely honest with you. you know? Yeah, it has implications in the comics, not so much in the movie. It because, does, because, yeah. Because at, least, because at least in the comics, like, and it's uh, later in the story, we cut back to Omnipotent City, and it's like, shit's happening there uh, like like, reaper, like rip, rippling rippling rip, rippling repercussions through time like literally through time in, in in omnipotent city and it's like oh fuck now they care but not not so much here i as, as far as like the like the implications for, from this movie and, and, and what all what, what i still cannot talk what all it was setting up i I'm at least glad that they are continuing the kind of not just world building on Earth, but like world building in the cosmos overall. Because like when they got to the center of the universe, they they they, they had they had like I guess the altar of eternity there. But it's like but 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 then it's like well, who are these six other heads? They also matter because we got the Grand Tribunal, we got Uatu. Um, I I I. I I was just watching a video yesterday about about who the other about who the other heads were. I forget, but no, like it's like the, the heads that we get in that kind of temple. They they are all like like central cosmic beings that exist within Marvel comics. So and and so it's like, well, I'm glad that at least with Phase Four, we they're they're ex- because yes, Kang is gonna be the big bad, like. It, it, it's it's kind of inevitable. You you don't you don't introduce someone who has that much power, that much possibility, and not have him be the dude that they need to kill. So it makes sense that it's like okay, well, let's introduce everyone to cosmic cosmic entities. Let's introduce people to to celestials, to multiverse, to variants. Like, I, I, this is kind of going beyond not even kind of this is going beyond just Thor and like just more to the complaints that I've seen about Phase Four 
if from, from from some fans who were like, no, like you're not you're not you're not setting up anything. This isn't going like the Infinity Saga, and it's like, well, I mean, they had eleven years to to like get to Thanos, and we kind of found out about him at like the end of the first Avengers, and we got to then get everything, but it was all still very earth centric i mean shit three of the infinity stones are on earth thanos literally does not have to go far to get them but and so it's like well if we're going to be dealing with kang who is a person who can go through time across multiple realities you kind of have to set up the big guns you kind of have to have a celestial just pop up on earth because he because his eternal robots went against him to collect them and say i'm gonna judge you now and and like you kind of have to go big yeah yeah i guess and and i guess like there's like elements where marvel can kind of undercut itself very easily sorry i know you like this but like Mm -hmm. seeing seeing two celestials just outside the window like kind of as throwaway a a very different size coefficient was sort of annoying you know what i mean like it was one of those memes like i was like oh what um yeah, yeah, they just popped I, up. I, I was like, I didn't notice direction. them at first. Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, you see them. It's such a big deal when you know, like he he appears on Earth and like takes Cersei away, and he looks like I mean, I'm sorry, they dressed Arakim up as Galactus essentially just to like have yeah. that you know planet sized dude show up at the moment, and then you just see him out the window as like a throwaway joke when they burst away, and I'm like, okay, guys, like don't don't undercut your own shit. You know what I mean? Like don't. Don't don't if you, you either gotta you either gotta play the galactic unknowable Eldritch card or you just can't throw him in a joke in the next movie and expect us to have the same reaction. I feel like that's actually kind of an issue with Doctor Strange, a little bit is because there's you know some of the directional issues from the previous movies make it difficult to have that sort of like you know crazy multiverse. I'll say this: I wasn't gonna talk to this earlier. Like yeah, I was like saying, oh Sam Raimi's a better director, but like Multiverse of Madness is not as good as this movie. Hmm. I, I prefer this movie. I think it's funny. I mean, it's a, I, and I think that's the end of the day. The nice thing about a fucking comedy movie is, like, at the end of the day, it can still be fucking funny, right? Like, if it doesn't work yeah. entirely, it's still fucking yeah. funny. Multiverse of Madness doesn't work, and it's not funny, and it, like, fucking assassinates the shit out of, like, Wanda's character, to be honest with you. Yeah. So, like, it's, like, it's like difficult to suffer through kind of these different issues, though. Visually, Multiverse of Madness is always... is actually not even better, to be honest with you. <laughs> like, this is a visually... This is a, <laughs> If I could go back to Multiverse of Madness, I think I would. I think I would say, like, wow, I'm jumping back to that movie. If I if I could give like one like my biggest critique, it's that we didn't get to see the development of Wanda go going from post WandaVision, Oh, I realize my wrongdoings in this town. To now, I'm fully corrupted by the Darkhold. Like, boom, she's just there. Well, like this is, and I think this is the same problem in this movie whose narrative is the movie like that's Quarks. the issue you think it's Quark's? it's yeah I, it's I, totally Quark. which god help you if you if Quark annoys you at all because right uh, yeah <laughs> like, which I, I have to admit by the end of this movie he was getting a little bit on my nerves i, I actually think i was so ready up. for him to die man and then the, we get like Quark yeah. back face back like joke well, that- even more and i'm just like that was actually what I thought. I was like, oh, you think it's like, and this was a right. I feel like Korg dying. I, like my immediate thought when I saw Korg die, I was like, oh, this was a writing note that there was too much Korg. Perfect. Y'all, y'all did the first house. He front loaded it. And now Korg's gone. No, I love it. And it's going to give us an emotional beat here. Thor's going to get angry about it. It's going to be really sad. And maybe he'll come back at the end like Groot. Perfect. 
Cork's face continues to then increase his amount of kibitzing through the rest of the movie. And I'm like sitting there like, why, guys? Why would you emotionally steal this beat for me for like 25 fucking seconds? Like, fuck you. I, I, <laughs> I think that's the problem in general. Is like, death is not like the old, there's no consequence for death in this movie except for the mighty Thor, really. Like everybody else is, and, and even she gets to go to Valhalla, which is real. Which is fine, I guess, that Fahal is real. Why, 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 okay, like, why, why in this superhero movie with magic hammers is Valhalla the problem? I love you so much, I'm sorry. I, because I, I, it takes the teeth out of the whole religion, which I know is not the point of the movie per se, which is, but is it, it takes As- the teeth wait, wait, wait. out of the whole gore, the god quick, butcher quick, thing. Quick question, isn't Asgard in Valhalla? Isn't, isn't that, am I, am I, I wrong? Know, no. No, no, no. Asgard is its own realm, and Valhalla is kind of like their afterlife. Wait, wait, no, I'm not, like, I'm, I'm not asking oh, about this. That's, that's like the comics. I'm, I'm asking like actual Norse mythology. I'm so sorry. And no, myth, like, yeah. I was, and, I was non-specific and... as fuck, Peter. Like, obviously, you're not going to guess that. <laughs> sorry. Like, I didn't fucking specify. Of course you dropped comic knowledge on me for this comic book movie. Can we ask a real question about that? Like, everybody else in the background is like, why do we care what the fuck is happening with Norse goddamn mythology? No, I'm just asking because it's like funny to me that like I... we're separating the two out for like just its distinction right. purpose i i believe you are correct in uh, in the myth as, uh, i also Bahala believe a place in asgard yeah. i also believe peter is correct that in the comics it is separated up that way so like peter is correct as well so i just want to make that very clear was not disagreeing I with mean, you i didn't give you information <laughs> no it's fine i mean i mean i mean and, i mean and, and th- th- thanks to phase four we have also now like now with valhalla and then also in moon Knight, we have been introduced to like two new forms of afterlife that exist kind of outside of time and space like the first time it was in black panther where where, where it's like oh yeah go to the go, go to like the spirit go to like the spirit room or, or whatever they called it I, I forget to like you know go talk with your dad and get closure there and it's like now we have two totally set totally different forms of kind of the same thing so see I like Where Black are they? Panther thing because it's like it, it's the it's the purple stuff. Ancestral planes, that's what it's called. Ancestral planes. Right. right. Yeah, right. But, no. it, but there's a there's a drug trigger for that. There's the purple stuff, you know, or whatever it is that they put them in and they cover them with sand, and it's yeah. like a vision right. quest thing and everything. And this one, it's just with the with those two that you just mentioned, Peter. It's like, oh no, those religions are real. And I'm just like, um, that's, <laughs> that breaks my brain a little bit, guys. Well, I'm sorry. I know I take be, it I mean, more I mean, seriously this, than I'm this, supposed to, but like, <laughs> I mean, Ancestral Planes was name dropped in Moon Knight, though. Dude, yeah. I mean, it this, was like this full, is, it was like fully name dropped. This is mm. the issue: is that we're we're going in the full DC Comics direction, where there's just so much fucking weirdness during Phase Four that like we're not gonna fucking tie anything together. Like, it's funny to me that this fucking universe like thought that it needed to justify mutants at one time. You know what I mean? Like, they they had to like grab a morals because they're like, we need the proper justification for mutants' existence. And I'm like, yeah, that that, that shit is sailed. <laughs> like, they're like, like, and I feel like that's the issue with Phase Four, like a hundred percent. Like, we are just grabbing all the weird properties, but we're such we're such at a weird thing and the things like the other properties in the previous phases reasserted themselves so you only really had to watch parts of them and it would give you enough information about the other parts of the property to go and continue to enjoy it you didn't have to watch all of the marvel universe they were actually kind of interconnected in a way that allowed you to watch parts of them get enough information then proceed and then you could hit one of the major event movies get everybody's story partially and then move on to the next one and that's that's it it show it, it it has a natural choke point flow to it 
Phase four is all over the fucking place, guys. All and quarantine is part of place. that. But yeah, I don't think we fault. can. I, I don't think we can just say it's COVID's fault at this point. Anymore. It's not. It's not. And it's yeah. and that was that was like that was the joke. It's like you know if, you know Kevin Feige was like I'm gonna show you some weird shit. You know that's like yeah, all those memes. Yeah. And and I think that's 100. percent Like he's like yeah I'm gonna make Immortals. Fuck it. Which I, I still think is a, a really good movie. I, I hate I hate to say that. Like I think Chloe Zhao is an incredibly um, talented director. Eternals. Eternals. Who the fuck cares? Like you, <laughs> I, you, said, you I, said Immortals, and I was like that trash TV show that I never bothered to watch because I knew oh, it was gonna be shit the second I saw Medusa's hair. I thought we were dude. There are so many properties called the Immortals. It's amazing, actually. There's like also the movie. Like like literally, there's so there's so, there's, there's so much shit called that i'm sure there's like a you western called the immortals, immortals eternals like, like what the, just synonyms a hundred percent a hundred percent you know like yeah. I, I don't know I've, I've been saying i like the movies and i can't remember its fucking name and this is me and i'm a huge fucking marvel fan and i fucked it up just now which is like you know if i was at a convention they would take my nerd card apparently which i apparently have you're you like you need to leave the panel we don't know why we let you speak just go it's on my glasses that's my nerd card there you go which i have now apparently <laughs> <laughs> anyways it's encrypted uh, in there. Don't every, yeah, everybody on this cast has glasses. <laughs> it's, it, 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 my, my nerd card is, in, is encrypted in there, like 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 the, like, the, like like fucking Transformers One. All right, we're an hour in, guys. Let's go ahead and put scores on this thing because I have, and I'm gonna make everybody else go first because fuck y'all, and I don't have any idea what I'm gonna put on this because wow, I, that's fair. I, I, I mean, that's I fair. Wanna, I do want to say real quick that the Rotten Tomatoes is interesting on this one because it is so split, and the critic scores are like a 61, and I think like the. Wait, remind me. Is... Wait, who, what's the what's the critics and what's the audience? I think it was like uh, 67 tomato meter or 60 something and 80 something for the audience. Yeah, but I also I, I shouldn't bring Rotten Tomatoes to begin with. We should talk with something more like Metacritic because the 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 score system and Rotten Tomatoes is so uh is such that it's very it's very difficult to talk about a movie that is middling overall in scores, which I think is a fair thing to call it. It's middling. People either love it or hate it divisive mm. films get weird scores on rotten tomatoes does that make sense because people are all yeah. over the place no, that makes sense yeah yeah because like it and I, i'm actually expecting it to probably inch towards 50 50 eventually but it seems to be mostly positive overall from an audience perspective uh i and i never do this i'm gonna go to metacritic because i'm very curious uh, metacritic it's sitting at a 57 actually that seems more accurate to what i saw in terms of feedback to be honest with you and I'm just yeah, saying, yeah, pretty... like, like that's that's the thing is it's saying like the percentage of people who are saying it's negative are saying it's more negatively than positive. And I think that's the thing. I think the spread on it is more. I feel like Metacritic is a little bit more representative of what I've seen in things because every time I read a review, there's like you know it's like it's like it's 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 like a detractor. Also, I hate to say it, like it's just always positive to like slam on a Marvel movie. I just I just think it's like. I just think, like, if, in terms of, like, and this is one of the things, the, mar- the modern internet is such that it's just, I, I don't know, man. I, 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 Trevor's giving me this face. Like, I'm obviously, I'm sitting here slamming it, and, like, and I'm, like, you know, but I'm not in my ivory tower trying to, like, ratio things right now, right? Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm slamming it a little bit, but at the same time, like, you know... I'm coming back from a podcast hiatus, so we gotta we gotta have some hot takes to get back on that, get the numbers up, you know. And I'm shaking, <laughs> like, uh, but I, I do think that is kind of a thing. It's interesting to me to watch fa- how much Phase Four has been slammed on different types. Like, and and, and I guess eighty-seven on Rotten Tomatoes isn't getting slammed, I suppose. So, but uh, Marvel was... fatigue, I think you're right, will always be a thing because it is because when you have a cultural force that is like dominating, people are gonna be like it's everywhere, and I'm tired of it. Like that's I think that's just going to be a thing i think you're right i think it's always going to be a thing 
I, whether it and deserves then you, it or not. In, really. and, 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 then, and then you factor in how some how some fans are, are are reacting to the kinds of stories that that, that are being told and like and, and how that what what they're what they're complaining about and it's like you're in for a trip down the line if this is what you're saying now like i literally so quick aside quick quick tangent and then we can give scores i, I just want to bring this up because this is something that i actually want to send y'all like even like just literally verbatim how i like typed it out uh, and, and, and a note on my phone um the, so i've been seeing on tiktok a lot like like some of the content creators i follow they've been responding they've been responding to people over the past few months with how uh pe people people in their comment people in their comments talking about how they don't like how suddenly all of these movies and tv shows in phase four like they have they have like some like some kind of political angle or social angle blah 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 and how and how they're upset by it and for me i see that and i'm like the X-Men are going to be introduced within the next few years. If you're saying this about people, if you're saying, about, saying this about, about the movies and shows now, what the hell do you think all of X-Men has been about? Yeah, what it's... do you think has been the very thing that X-Men has been like repping since day one, but also especially since like Chris Claremont when like Storm, Colossus, Nightcrawler, Wolverine were brought in? Like if, if if this is what you're thinking now, you're gonna have a really hard time in three to four years because that is because the X Men is the definition of political and social commentary. Well, I think that's the thing. I think that we can sell Wolverine claws and ignore it, Peter. That's like how it's that's how it's happened. It's one of those things where it's like you can tell like there's so many people that don't actually fucking read between the lines of these existing comics, and that's one of those things. Yeah. Where it's like, and I think I think there it to movies fairness, and I don't, I'm not gonna say this because I I do feel like comics are just as equal as an art form to to movies and i'm not gonna have this argument like go watch image or whatever to see like you guys are not gonna argue this point with me so why am i why am i getting ready to argue it like unless trevor you want to argue that comics are a form of art yeah that's not like something you would fucking say exactly like no, no you're not gonna fucking like even if you don't understand a form of art you can understand that there's a following and like elements of it right like that's the whole point yeah. my point is is like even as a form of art i'll give movies credit that ultimately like they are easierly accessible for direct access to emotional underpinnings and understanding i think it's and it's actually kind of bullshit to be honest too because i feel like some of the most and i think it's like the, some of the things that have moved me the most in my life have been comic stories right like 100 percent. so i guess like even as a comic book fan i'm saying like it's just easier for the masses to consume an image and like you know it's one of those things like i, I actually I, I guess i disagree so it's been like fucking a bazillion x-men movies and they they were pretty good about incorporating the underpinning element of what the X-Men about is about and about coming out and everything else. I mean, I feel like the first movie with the black leather was a little on the note. I'm just joking, but <laughs> I, I still remember those black leather costumes. I still think they look fucking matrix and cool. I'm sorry. Like, I, I, I don't know. I just, everybody always criticizes that. And I go back and watch them on the, on the, on the, on the plane. And I'm like, does you would you rather prefer yellow spandex and i'm like that is just an era of superhuman mo superhero movies that we has been lost to time you know it's funny i actually watched x-men one the other day while i was working i think i told you i think i told you i was like why not like well you know because it's on disney plus and i was like the leather suits they still hit they still look good yeah, they still look good i'm maybe, sorry like, I, like maybe, I they need, maybe they needed a bit of out of color but like they still look good it was a cultural touchstone to hate on those suits for a while, which I understand why. But at the same time, I'm also like, dude, they 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 were bad. Come on, that's that's not bad. 
Anyway, scores. Sorry, I just wanted to give that tangent. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's good. Sorry, man. <laughs> we are going past our time limit. So go ahead, uh, Trevor cool. or Peter. You, you guys. Who, who do you want to go first? Me first. Um, Thor: Love and Thunder. I'll give it a seven point five. Yeah. Uh, n- n- seven. Seven. I'll give it a seven. Um, enjoyed the movie. Had fun. Michael Cicchino as as a composer yet again love him so 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 it was great to hear his music and great great to hear his score i'm gonna probably see afterwards once we're done recording if it's on spotify or if it's on anywhere that i can listen to because i just like his shit um glad that we got natalie portman back even for a film even though the chemistry wasn't all there but it was still it was still nice to see her on screen i am glad that they intentionally made that they that they intentionally through like platforms that she was standing on and stuff intentionally made her taller than she actually is because she's about the same height as tessa thompson so i'm glad that like with that detail they were like she's thor she's gonna be tall i appreciated that they did that um christian bale was creepy as hell as gore the god butcher I hated to, I, I loved to hate every single time he walked on screen because it looked like a skull. Heimdall has a kid. That was fun. Um, yeah, I just thought, I just thought, I, I just thought it, was an, it was an overall fun film. Also, I liked that we got uh, Hercules introduced in the mid credit scene looking daddy as fuck. I cannot tell you how much my, 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 my mind was like, yes, please, when he popped up on screen. I was hoping for that, and I'm glad I got it, especially because I'm pretty sure Thor name-dropped him in the, early in the movie. He was like, yeah, gods that I like, I think he did. And I was like, if they don't show him, it's all for naught. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, if, if, and actually, even if Lady Thor, it doesn't continue, I'm interested to see how the daughter that the the now the, the now daughter of thor who i'm guess who i'm guessing her name is love that was eternity the entity eternity made into a child yeah she still I'm has purple curious. glowy eyes or something right yeah. Yeah, yeah purple glowy eyes that totally shoot lasers so i am curious if and how and when that will come back I'm curious. It seems to be Especially a big... Because, it, eternity bringing it in seems to be a big... Sorry, go ahead, Peter. Sorry. No, yeah, because it's like... The like the young girl who plays Eternity, well, Love, is Chris Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth's daughter. So are they going to like wait a bit and let her age up? Or are they going to bring in another actress? It's like, oh, yeah, Eternity just aged quickly. I don't know. She is called Eternity. Yeah, no. But yeah, no, yeah, seven out of ten, fun movie. I had a good time. Yeah, uh, Trevor, I rated as a five point five. I don't really have ire for it, other than disappointment. Kind of, I I was kind of more excited for this than I was for Multiverse. I think, although I was looking forward uh, of the whole Phase Four that's been happening, I think I was looking forward to these two films the most, and they both kind of. was it, where, where we, uh... I, I think this one, though, like you were saying, Jack, is like kind of more watchable in that it is. It does have that fun blockbuster quality to it, and um, you know, it, it does succeed at that. I think the goats are funny. I'm sorry. I, I thought the goat scream was funny. I didn't get sick of it like I thought I would. I don't know why. Bringing in that meme for the goats. It's it. Yeah. yeah it, for the some memes. Some of it. Yeah. Some of it yeah, like overstays and welcome, and some of it doesn't. I just some of it's hit and some of it's miss. You know. Yeah. 
Go ahead. Yeah, I don't have, I'm just, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't have too much else to say about it. Really. Yeah. I'm a, I'm right in between you at a six point five guys. I didn't I, I I have issues with this movie like I do. I I I have a lot of issues with this movie. I think that there, I, I I and I'm gonna be honest. My six point five is somebody who actually went in quite enjoyed it and just cannot get over. Like I just I just feel like they did Mighty Thor dirty guys. I really 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 like that story. I really like that. I own the entire run of it. Like that's a comic book that I just straight up fucking own the entire run of it. Like fucking issue by issue. I don't own fucking graphic, the graphic like com- combination versions. I own all the fucking like issues. Like you, individual issues. Cool. I don't own it. Cool. I don't know. I have the individual issues that entire run, and I really fucking care about that. And I haven't been back into comics in a while, but that was like one of the last ones that got me back in for a little bit. And uh, yeah, I'm just sort of. I just ugh, I like the story, and I just I was excited for Natalie Portman, Taika Waititi, who did Thunder, and I just this was all the right pieces. And it just didn't add up to to something great for me, and I'm sort of confused. It's like you had all the right people in the car, and it just turned into a mess somewhere along the way, and I can't figure out where. Even though I like it, I just my sense of disappointment is so great, and that's not fair to this movie. I'm gonna be honest with you; like, I don't think I'm super objective about it. I just feel like there there was all the exact perfect pieces for me. I love this story. I like Natalie Portman. She can act the crazy. Taika Waititi did crazy things, crazy great things in Ragnarok. This all should have worked, and it just did it. And it's so disappointing. My my disappointment is immense. You know what I mean? Like, and I, and I think that's the thing. I'll still I'll still bet on Taika Waititi in the future. He's done great things. I I, I just I would like a post mortem of what happened here would be really great because I I really feel like Marvel gave him leeway to do whatever. And yeah, I apparently like there's thirty minutes. Sorry, Jack. Uh-huh. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Apparently, to your point, there's 30 minutes of really good stuff on the cutting room floor. That it was just they did so many different versions of stuff. And Natalie Portman's words, or I think it was, that this, it was just that much left over still that they didn't use because they just did so many different things and tried so many different things. So I don't, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think 100. Yeah. Go. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. And, I am, and to like yeah. and to like add to that, like with, with letting Taika do what he wanted, I, I think thanks to the success of guardians one and two with james gunn i think that i i I like to think that marvel studios when they get a director who has like a more like a kind of more like specific to them vision of what to do i i i I like to think that marvel studios is okay with them letting them with letting that director do that and like and create their own like personal voice within this massive umbrella rather than having everything being kind of like the same quote-unquote mcu formula that we got for for like the first 11 years i i I like to think that that's that that that's why we saw so much of taika in this movie yeah and i i I feel like I feel like I, I hate it when people make quote unquote the right decision and fail anyways. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's what this movie is. It's just that I'm so much more disappointed by this than Multiverse Madness, which is a worse movie in my opinion. I feel like this works. I just so much more disappointed by this because like, holy God, all the right pieces are there. <laughs> you know, it's this is my... this is why people don't always make the right decisions. Movies are such a gamble and everyone is every movie is a miracle. It's just, I just you know. Yeah, and it is bottom line, you know, it, it, that is like the bottom line. It's like, you know, he like if if you like when they threw this paper, when they threw this like movie concept at me on paper, I'm like, "Oh, Thor Ragnarok was great. Taika Waititi's great. 
you know, oh, and Natalie, Natalie Portman can fucking be amazing. We're bringing an actual Jane Foster. If they actually go, f- and that was my, th- that was my whole fear was that they weren't going to do the cancer story and somehow them doing half ass the cancer story is like infinitely worse. That's infinitely mm-hmm. worse for me. Uh, for, from the, from the thing you sh- I'm actually going to like fucking ship you the fucking issues. Trevor, I actually want you to read it now. Oh, uh, I totally do. It, yeah, it's pretty, it. it's pretty damn good. I think yeah. I made up the 30-minute thing, but this thing I was talking about, it's an IndieWire article. It had a really clickbaity title. Natalie Portman says, whole sequences, planets, and characters were cut. <laughs> that was her, the, uh, her line. I believe that. I mean, I, they're, yeah. they're on plan, They're on certain planets for like 12 minutes, so like that's not a yeah. huge... De- that's like, what? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's like a... De- it's, again, it's a clickbaity title. It's probably a deceptively huge way to put that. So yeah, I, I don't really have a theory of, of what went wrong, you know? Yeah. All right. I'm, so, I'm, with you, I'm with you, Jack. Though when you, I'm with you, Jack. Though when you when you say like, like how because of like your personal love of the of the Mighty Thor story, like, like your disappointment. Because believe me, when they get to X Men, that's that's gonna be me. I'm there. There's there's going to be a level of objective of object objectivity when it comes to judging that that I will simply not have. Especially <laughs> since especially since Disney has like kind of, let's be honest like just let the LGBT community down so hard in the past couple of years yeah. with Star Wars and other things like and and I think they've done better about like just pushing back against China and stuff now but I think I think I I do think that like they just kowtowed for several years and like they've just you know removed it from the content and so considering this being them like if there's not a gay character in in x-men i'm gonna be really upset like i that's that that would be like the line especially since there's already three good well <laughs> almost two good <laughs> x-men movies from or really one great x-men movies from the 90s you know like, that's what i mean they, 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 they are good movies and we got hugh jackman and i just i guess like you know that's just if they're gonna actually redo x-men now ah uh, you gotta bring something to the table guys you gotta really you gotta really bring yeah. the heat here so we'll see Anyways, the Movie Gang Podcast gives Thor Love and Thunder a 6.5 out of 10. So I guess it's a base recommendation, and I still stand by it. I still think it's got pretty good jokes, even though I'm a fucking... Apparently, like, I'm a comic curmudgeon this week, so it is what it is. <laughs> no, I am. I, I'm, I'm fully embracing this fact that my review is completely just, like, impossible on the basis that I love this particular character in comic. No, it's just, the, it's, just the ter- it's just the term, like, the word you use, curmudgeon. Yeah, I know, right? Comedy curmudgeon. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, comedy, yeah. That's comic. that's what I thought you meant. You thought I thought you meant comedy promotion, but you meant comic. Promotion. Yeah, comedy yeah. comic promotion. You know, let's just say it. say that three times mm, fast. Mm, All right, mm. everybody, do it with me. Ready? Three, two, comedy, one. Wait, wait, comedy, 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 comedy. You guys are you guys are so much better at this than I am. It's really annoying. From everyone here at the Movie Game Podcast, this has been Trevor Flynn. Bye, Peter Dancy guys and i've been your host jack newman thank you for listening to the movie gang podcast we'll be back next week uh we're going to be trying to get these out a little bit more regularly also check out the pen and paper pod live on twitch now you can check it out as we have our uh outlanders adventure into a world of gothic horror so go check that out it's a lot of fun uh yeah i've already murdered six of them so it's fun <laughs> i'm killed crazy it's fun go enjoy it <laughs> From everyone here at the Movie Game Podcast and by extension, the Tuscan Champion Network, thanks for listening.